Hello, leaders. Welcome to Leader Life Uncommon. Listen, I'm giving you three encore podcasts over the next three weeks. By the time you hear my voice, it is August of 2022, and it's my daughter's birthday month. So this month in the month of August, we have taken a trip or we're doing it now. And I'm also going away for my own mastermind and River turns 16. And I'm going to be missing her actual birth date. So look for a podcast in September to see how I do since it's not here yet. Enjoy these next three episodes. Make sure you listened to the two interviews that I did this month in August, and I will see you in September. Now, here's a note. This is how you make things work, you guys. You put in the work, and now look, I'm taking the month of August off. Enjoying life, still signing clients, still occasionally doing a little bit of marketing, but this is what I'm talking to you about, about creating a sustainable, profitable business where you can remove yourself from the business, mostly. Literally, I have literally the entire month of August, just a couple hours of coaching. And I actually have a guest in my coaching program. So when I'm in Europe, I'm not going to be getting on the call. This is how you do it. Enjoy. Hey, how's it going? Happy Wednesday. So I um, am teaching today, doing this episode today, all on belief in oneself. And if you are in business this past Biz Bites Monday, I talked about a concept that I like to teach on called the belief matrix. And go listen to that. It talks about um, belief in yourself, belief in your product, belief in opportunities, and belief in your customer. And what do you need to do to be thinking differently? Because when you are at um, a score of 10 in, in all of those segments, then your entire business will blow up. Let me tell you, it will be exciting. Today, though, we're talking about belief in oneself. So I, I said on Monday, come join today. So hi, if you're here. And if you haven't listened to Monday and you're in business, go listen to the, the one if you're listening to this in real time. Okay, so here we go. Let me talk about belief in oneself. If you're listening to this in real time, by the way, it's Valentine's Day. Now, look, I, in my family, we don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. It's not like a thing. We'll say like happy Valentine's Day, but we're committed to um, loving each other every day. So, we're, you know, if you've ever done the um, Love Languages by Dr. Chapman, we're not big on like the gifts and all of that, which would include Valentine's Day. So it's not that we don't give presents or those kind of things. It's just like that doesn't necessarily, that's not our top love language. I'm going to actually, the reason I brought that up is because I am going to talk about that another day because personally, I love that Dr. Chapman. So this whole month of February, we're going to talk about yourself, your relationships with yourself, with others, with your clients, et cetera. So keep an ear out for, for that. And that will be coming this month. Okay. But today we're going to be talking about belief in yourself. So this is related to not just belief in your business but belief in yourself as a woman. And my job is helping you transform your current default negative limiting thoughts and beliefs and transforming them into powerful ones. 
ones that believe new beliefs and new thoughts that have you walking through your life, feeling like the badass woman that you are, feeling like the capable, competent woman that you are. It's just sometimes you forget. I want to remind you that our brain is designed to help you forget your badassness. <laughs> okay, think about it for just a second. Your brain is designed to keep you stagnant, keep you in that freaking hot, sweaty, dark, and dusty box. Or you could look at it like your brain is designed to keep you sitting on the sofa, wrapped in a blanket, chowing on M&Ms, watching Netflix, instead of getting up and going jogging in the morning because you say you want to be a marathon runner, right? Or your brain keeps you in that box of limiting belief around charging more money instead of going for it. Once you start really remembering that, what can you do today? I want to, I want to offer, go get a post-it note and put on your computer, put it on your bathroom mirror. I want you to think about naming that primitive brain, that limiting brain, part of your brain. You can live You can think of it as your fear. I want you to name it. One of the things that I think about sometimes, and I, I want you to offer this to you because when you start seeing it differently, you will be more easily capable of changing your beliefs. When you hear your fear or when that inner critic or however you want to define it, I like to give it a name. So you can call it like negative Nelly. You can call it your former, like get a picture of yourself. In fact, if you ever see me live on video on my YouTube channel, all across the socials when I'm live, a lot of times I, I, you'll see me turn my head and that's because I have a photo, not only dozens of photos of my daughter, but I have a picture of me when I was in fifth grade. And sometimes I know that fifth grader that's inside me still, like your younger self is inside you. She was, she's nervous. And sometimes I just have to look at her and say, it's okay. I got you because I know when my fear comes up, my fear of judgment or doing something new, I fight against my brain, but that brain part is really that I like to think of it more as my former, younger, less evolved self. I want to help you breathe life into and step through the world in your evolved self. Sometimes people call the future self. I frankly, I used to say, you know, like connect with your future self. I have since really modified that to your evolved self. And you've probably heard me speaking on evolved self, but here's the why. Here's why. Your future self feels like, um, one day your evolved self is currently inside you. She's residing inside you. You're just pulling away the layers. You're just shushing your, your primitive brain or your, your fearful self or your negative Nelly. I am not one that's like, kill your inner critic. Like, like that inner critic is the thing that has kept you safe and designed and, and, and um, created all those defense mechanism and coping skills that might be shitty as an adult, but they worked really well. Like when I'm looking at my fifth grade picture, that poor girl was like tortured in school. She was like, so bullied. So that stuff carries through when there's times when I used to be afraid to show up online or afraid to stand on stages. So today, what we're talking about is belief in oneself and how do you transform yourself from that former iteration of your scared self or your prim primitive self, your primal brain to being the badass. Here's some beliefs. Here's some beliefs. 
Um, here's a belief that I had to really, I don't share this story very often. I had to, I had to really, really work it hard. This is back way back in the days. God, how long ago was this? I want to say this is now 20 years ago. So it was literally 20 years. So this is pre John and pre river. And I was still drinking at the time and I felt terrible. I had gotten a divorce from my ex-husband and my stepdaughter at the time was not doing great with the divorce. She was 13. Um, and or actually she was, she was younger. She was a little, no, she was 13. So maybe this was 23 years ago. So yes do the math. I have a stepdaughter who will be 36 in February this month. And I was very young when I met her father and her dad is um, significant, 15 years older than I am. So anyhow, I was one of those young women with the older guy, but blah, blah, blah. That's another story for another day. What I'm talking about today is helping you with your belief in yourself. I remember I had this cute little house in Baltimore. It was a little cottage and the same woman lived there for like freaking I want to say like um, 30 or 40 years. It was a 1928 cottage. This woman lived there from, in, from the 60s. I had the cutest freaking bathroom. So it was gray plastic tile, which sounds crazy, but it had a pink tub and a pink toilet and a pink sink. And I was mad over madly in love with it. So for those of you who don't know me, I have a degree in interior design, so I can appreciate like real retro or real true style, whatever style. We live in an um, English country Tudor. So I love that. And that's where I am today. I've lived in mid-century, but anyhow, I love that bathroom, but I was also drinking and I also had a failed marriage and I was, a, I was working at Hopkins. I had a private practice and uh, I just felt like, oh my God, I felt like what in the hell is my life right now? I was in my mid thirties and I thought, I don't have a child. I'm divorced. I have two cats and a dog. I live in this cute cottage. I painted the walls of sage green. I had a butter co colored yellow um, sectional. I mean, it was the cutest little house, but it looked like, you know, some spinster lived there for God's sake. And I was drinking because I didn't believe in myself. I thought I totally fucked everything up. And then I really didn't have any options. And now it's so heartbreaking when I have clients that are in their thirties and I think sister, girlfriend, sweetheart, you have your entire world ahead of you. And I am here as your biggest cheerleader, kicking the ass, breathing life into you about your belief. You have everything ahead of you. Just like I believe that today, 20 years, almost 20 years later. So whether you're, if you're not in your thirties listening and you're in your forties or fifties or twenties or eighties, you can still, there's still the opportunity for you to be madly in love with yourself and breathe belief into your capabilities and that your past does not at all indicate what your future has to be. It doesn't. Your brain is going to look in the, in the past for confirmation bias that you are not capable or able to lose that weight, make a million dollars, run that marathon, find a, a great guy and get married and have a family and do it sober. My brain was like shut down. It was like, oh my God. And I was on, I was very depressed and I'm just going to leave it like that. I was very, very depressed. 
I really didn't think that I had a lot going for me in the future. And it was an extremely difficult and sad time. And I had to dig very deep to radically examine my belief system, radically examine what happened, what happened to me that I was not the confident woman that I used to be because I was in, I had been in a bad relationship, all, all the things. So I remember I used to lay in that pink tub and I would say to myself while I was taking a bath, I am worthy. Oh, it's going to make me cry. I, I feel like I want to cry for that. Um, for that former part of myself, because it was such a hard time and, and not feeling worthy is so terrible. This is why I do the work that I do because I don't want, I want you, I want to support you in seeing your worthiness. And I would say that over and over, I am worthy. I am worthy. I am worthy. And I would start reprogramming my brain. Even back then, remember I am a cognitive behaviorist. So what you think about, you bring about. I really worked hard on creating evidence to my worth for myself, not externally, not by, by being great at my job or with my patients or whatever, but for myself, which started with learning to really trust myself that I was going to follow through, really believing that I had the whole world in front of me, really believing that I could transform who I was, which was sad, which was depressed, which was not healthy, which was drinking. I could transform myself and be the woman that I wanted to be and do the work that needed to get done to have the life that I wanted. And the life that I wanted is the life I've created. And I didn't know it was going to be this glorious this huge and this amazing, I didn't know uh, fully, of course, that I was going to have this amazing platform that I would have tens of thousands of people across the world. Like I didn't know that then I did the work though, to have what I have, meaning a family. You have to sometimes be radically honest with yourself while you're holding your own hand, telling yourself you're worthy. And then you need to have new thoughts that help you breathe belief into yourself. And then you must do the work, my friend, to have what you want. So, you know, when I met my husband, we met way back in the day on match.com today is Valentine's day. So of course I'm going to weave in this story about my incredible husband. So, and I'm going to tell you my woo stuff, guys. I know you love a little woo. So I'm not trying to be all choked up here. This all has a happy ending. So anyhow, my husband, um, you know, I, and this is actually an exercise that I do. It's like, you can call it manifesting. I call it the coffee shop exercise in my foundations program or inside, um, the 5% club mastermind. We do a lot of this about how are you creating what you want? Okay. So here's the short of it. I started thinking about, well, what the hell do I want? Well, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to like a tall, dark, handsome, sexy, brilliant lover and potential father to the child that I wanted to have. And I really thought about, okay, that particular man, what kind of woman is he looking for? And I knew that he was looking for probably somebody that wasn't drinking, probably somebody that didn't work out as much, probably someone who wasn't like sad Sally, 
and depressed. And I knew that the family that I wanted, the mom that I wanted to be, the lover that I wanted to be, the wife that I wanted to be, the friend that I wanted to be also was not somebody drinking and not healthy. And it was sad Sally, negative Nelly, walking around with my fifth grader on my sleeve. So I, as I was saying, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. I started, and I had that thought that created the emotion of belief And then I started acting on it. I started doing things to trust myself. I started following through on my commitments to me. I started creating confirmation bias for my successes. This is the same application in your business as it is with transforming who you are or wanting to hit some big goal. The more I allowed myself the thought I am worthy I create my results. I love myself. I'm kind. My past does not equate my future. The more I did that, the more my belief in myself, the more trust, and then it became this cycle. Meanwhile, I'm quit drinking ultimately. And unbeknownst to me at the time, my husband, John, was thinking, where's the woman? Where's the woman? Who does he need to be? So in his mind, he's thinking he wants like an outdoorsy person, which by the way, I am very outdoorsy, you know, an outdoorsy person, an independent woman, not somebody needy and dependent. So I was financially independent. I own my own home. Um, Smart. I'm very smart, you know, and didn't drink and didn't smoke, didn't do all the negative health things. He has this photo of himself and I'm going to have to post this on social. So allow me to dig for it and give me a little time. So pop over to Instagram, Mary Bicknell, be bold and look for it. But anyhow, he has, he tells the story of how he was doing at the same time, thinking of me, like I was thinking of him and he was hiking one day and he was leaning against this rock and he saw this older couple hiking past him. Now my husband's at the time was an active duty Marine. He's since retired. So you can just imagine he's six, two an active duty Marine. Oh my God. I'm very fortunate that he's in incredible shape. Anyhow, very athletic, very Marine. Anyhow, he's leaning against this rock thinking about his future lover, me ready for the woo. The name of the rock that he was leaning on is Mary's rock. Oh God, it's going to make me cry. The rock my husband was leaning on while he was thinking of me is named Mary's rock. He's my rock in so many ways. And it's funny that he's leaning on this rock named Mary's rock. I know you have funny little stories like this. I know you have these woo stories. I know that these can be signs to you. You know, my company name is See the Sign. So I love these kind of things while I'm also very cognitive behavioral and very, you know, give me the facts, sister. My point here is you believing in yourself starts with you believing in your worth just as an amazing, beautiful woman that you are today. And then as you start thinking about what you want for your future, I want to encourage you to do the radical work. Listen to my voice. I realize I'm talking in this like very intense and not my normal lighter voice. Okay, here it is. I want you to do the work to think about 
what you want for yourself in the future. And who is she? Because look, where you are today, you can't be that woman if you want something different. I would never have had the life I have today if I had continued to drink, if I'd continued to feel worthless, if I'd continued to mire in the failed relationships I'd had, if I continued to undermine the self-trust. I want to inspire you, my friends, that everything is possible for you. And I know I'm really serious right now. That's because I'm so freaking serious. I am I am serious. Everything is possible for you. You must work daily, maybe minute by minute that you are worthy, own your value, claim your worth. If you don't do it, no one's going to do it for you. I want to kick you in the rear end and be like, girl, go push you. It's so worth it. And yes, sometimes it's hard as hell. And yeah, you're going to cry and you're going to have to let go of shit. And it's going to be scary. And your brain's going to try and throw you back in that box. Or you're going to want to roll up on that sofa with the, with the blanket. No, there's more than enough time for you to have everything that you want. It's not too late. You're not too old. You're not too short. You're not too tall. You're not too much. You're more than enough. Oh, I love you because you are me and I am you. I understand that no matter how much success you have right now, there's a part of you inside when you hit a new goal or you want to go for something that this stuff creeps up. This is why it's daily thought work. All right, my friends, happy Valentine's Day. I want to leave you with this. I have in front of me, I'll take a picture of those again. I got to remember to take these pictures. I'll write this stuff down and put this on the Insta. I'm looking at the my mic right now as I'm recording this, but within my eye shot hanging on the wall next to my desk, there is a little plaque. And I've had that plaque for, I don't know how many years. And it says to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. We have to give that to ourselves first. We have to believe we're worthy of loving ourselves. We have to believe that we're worthy of romancing ourselves and gifting to ourselves. And I promise that worthiness that you feel for yourself is going to overflow into all the things that you want in your life. So if you're in business, it's going that, that energy, that love for yourself, that belief in yourself, that belief in your worthiness, that belief in your capability, your confidence, that's going to overflow into your and attract your clients. And for those of you who have some big goal to run a marathon or meet the perfect person, which nobody's perfect, but you know what I mean, or have that family or what do that marathon or learn to become a chef or quit that shitty job or whatever it is. It starts with believing in your own worth and loving yourself. I can't wait to hear your responses to this. Pop over to Instagram or email me. Or you want to give a little love back? I'd love to see your thoughts in a written review on the podcast. Oh, my friends, here's to everything for you. Enjoy the day. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you pop over and give a five-star review. 
subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life in common herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say, and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.